Hey, what is up, guys? Dylan here for the Sneak Culture Podcast, episode three. Today we'll be talking about the Nike Air Max One. So in this episode, first I'll be having a quick introduction to the Air Max One, and then next I'll be going into six interesting facts about the shoe. So the Nike Air Max One was the first sneaker produced in the Air Max line from Nike, and it was released back in 1987. All the air had been present in Nike shoes since 1979. Tinker Hatfield, who is the designer of the shoe, is responsible for putting it into the Air Max One and making it the first shoe to feature the visible air unit. So, as I stated back in episode one, Tinker Hatfield joined Nike as a corporate architect, and many of his designs of sneakers were inspired by works of architecture. The Amex One was inspired by the Pompidou Center in Paris, which is another amazing work of architecture. Tinker Hatfield had the idea of making the inner workings of the Nike Amex cushioning system visible in the Amex One, thus making the Nike Amex One the foundation of one of the most successful lines in Nike's portfolio, the Amex line. After designing this shoe, Tinker Hatfield said, and I quote, "The shoe was designed to breathe, be flexible, and fit well. But the fact it had the air window in the sole and the frame color around it meant it looked a lot different than other shoes in its day." While also adding that the shoe wasn't over-designed. The Air Max series has gone on to boast other notable silhouettes like the Air Max 90. Air Max 180, Air Max 93, Air Max 95, and so on, all of whom relied on the visible air unit. So now let's get on to the six interesting facts about the Nike Air Max One. So number one is that Atmos was the first company to collaborate with the Air Max One. So back in 2002, a Japanese retail company named Atmos teamed up with Nike to create A unique version of the Air Max One. This design was aimed at increasing sales to their customer base, and to create a never-seen-before version of the Air Max One. So the creatives at Atmos combined elements of the Nike Air Safari with the Air Max One uh, in order to design this shoe. This particular colorway is considered as one of the Greatest Air Max One colorways of all time. So number two is that uh, the Air Max One featured the biggest air unit at the time. So although today a majority of the Nike sneakers feature full-length air and all impressive crazy stuff like that, back then the Air Max One featured the biggest air unit of its time. Not only was the visible factor impressive, uh, but the performance aspects and cushion capabilities were unparalleled in 1987. According to the Nike advertisement, it was three times bigger than the unit used in previous shoes. So number three is that the Air Max One is the only sneaker with an entire book of art dedicated to it. In 2011, Matt Stevens began the Max 100 project. This project, which began as a crazy idea, 
continued with a Kickstarter project and resulted in one of the most significant sneaker projects among sneaker collectors uh, that share the love for the Air Max 1. So number 4 is that the first version of the Air Max 1 featured suede and mesh. Uh, this version featured the suede and mesh in the unforgettable red, white and grey combination. After the initial launch of the shoe, leather versions released in 1988 and again in 1992. And it wasn't until 1995 that the suede and mesh combination returned to the Amex one. So you can say that suede and mesh had taken a vacation. So number five is about the inventor or the father of the air system featured in this shoe. Many people believe that this air system was invented by Tinker Hatfield. However, the creator of this technology was Marian Frank Rudy, who was an inventor and an aerospace engineer. He was hired by Nike to develop what is today known as the Nike Air. So the sixth and final fact uh, is that the colorway of the first Air Max 1 was also inspired by the Pompidou Center. Not only was the design of the Air Max 1 inspired by the Pompidou Center in Paris, but the bold colors that were chosen were also taken from the same experience that Tinker Hatfield had had in Paris. The Pompidou Center's exterior was said to be painted in bright colors to make the design stand out. So for the Air Max 1 as well, the bright red colors were chosen for the same reason. Hatfield wanted them to stand out and be noticeable from a distance. So after over three decades passed, the Air Max 1 lives on as one of the most legendary sneakers of all time. And I'm pretty sure it will for many more years to come. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Sneak Culture for daily content around sneakers. So that's it from here. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.